This episode has been brought to you by Made With Rage. Made With Rage is a black British-owned Etsy store selling Harry Potter and Star Wars face masks, perfect for this current times, swimwear, bags, and loads more. All products have been handmade with love and care, and bespoke requests are welcome. To find out more, click on the link in the description, or visit etsy.com slash madewithrage0. You said you'd come. Lawrence, hope Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 86 of the Wulong Talks podcast. My name is Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you guys know by now. And I'm joined as ever by my partner in crime, Rich Kid, uh, no longer the wrestling kid. Um, I called you the Diamond Kid last week. No, Dynamite Kid. So I'll call you Dynam- Dynamite, Diamond Kid. Kid. It was a Dynamite week. Kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. With this, with the high pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that dance to be done. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> and um, this this podcast is uh, is been taken over, man. It's been uh, blacked out. You might want to say because we have mm-hmm. some very special guests who are joining us, oh, and we yeah. will get them introducing themselves very soon. But first of all, welcome. <laughs> uh, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, this is Wulong Talks. As said, my name is Jason, and Rich is over there as well. And yeah, what yeah. we do here is we discuss uh, movies comic books tv shows games films popular culture films Cartoons. all that kind of good stuff basically so um if you're well you're coming here for the first time welcome make sure you check out our podcast feed to find lots of episodes and movie reviews and all of that kind of good stuff but uh, as mentioned we're joined by very very special guests um two guests that we've been really big fans of ever since we first discovered them maybe four years ago uh they've been a great support to us over the years um helping us kind of get started and, and promote what we do and um, you know, we've really wanted to to have them on the podcast, so it's an absolute pleasure to introduce to you uh, Jared and Jay from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Guys, hey, welcome up, to the show, man. Thank you very, very much. First of all, what is to join us, man. up, our British brothers? Welcome, yes. man. Welcome, man. So excited, uh, you know. So excited. Thank y'all for thank y'all for having us. Uh, you know, Definitely. listen to y'all show all the time, and I had to stop. Uh, uh, on y'all's uh, what it's popping off in Westview because I hadn't caught up, and you were like, if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched One Division past episode five, you need to stop. So I stopped, uh, but then last <laughs> night, last night in preparation for this show, uh, uh, I caught myself up. So I, I want to talk about what's popping off in Westview oh. later on if y'all are down with that. But yeah, yeah man, man, we're so excited. You know, hashtag Blackout Podcast. So excited for y'all to have us on here. So you should have seen when I popped up in the Zoom room. 
Rich was just going off. He was going in, man. I was like, oh, he's spoiling it for me. I had to take my headphones off right quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> just throw it in the corner. Get away from me. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, man. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, well, well, yeah, wow. I said, guys, it's, wow. it's an absolute pleasure to, to have you both with us, man. This has been a long time coming, and um, I'm so excited that you've been able to join us uh, here today, especially given how crazy the world has been um, for yes, all indeed. of us over the past <laughs> couple of weeks in general. You know, it's um, it, man, it's yeah. really pleasing to have you guys here, man. Um, yeah, well, we're going to get to uh, know our guests uh, a little bit. Um, we might have a <laughs> tiny bit of Division chat, but we won't do any spoilers yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> just purely because uh, we do have a separate recording for that that, that we'll be doing, but also right. um, for the benefit of uh, Jay as well, who hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> it's, it's not really fair to go in on, on the show just yet. Mm-hmm. But um, but we could definitely could, like across uh, uh, a, a few of those... Um, a few of those episodes and, and have a bit of chat about kind of what Disney have been doing and in, in general with all of that stuff mm-hmm. really. But um, first of all, guys, what we usually do uh, on the show is uh, we generally just have a, a five minute chat just to say what we've been doing this week. Um, usually that revolves kind of if we've been watching any TV or any movies or if mm-hmm. you're gamers, if there's been any games you've been playing this week or, or anything that's kind of, um, just been entertaining you this week i suppose um so i guess uh as you guys are the guests we will invite you guys to come up first and, and say what it is um you've been up to so um jared if you wanted to start us off um is there been any kind of like movies tv shows anything like that, yeah. that you've caught up with this week wow yeah well uh, i'll say this uh yeah so you know if you have listened to our show uh, you know, you know that, uh, you know, Jay always likes to bring up, uh, you know, some TV shows and, and other random things like that, movies and stuff like that, that I need to watch because I'm always, you know, so far behind. So I finally caught up uh, to, I guess, episode eight of WandaVision um, as of last night. Uh, so that's the that's the latest thing that I've been watching. Uh, I know that. Uh, let's see here. There's another couple of random shows out there that, you know, that I've I've watched and it's probably mainly due to my wife watching it so you know I catch it as well um one of them is called Good Trouble it's some Netflix show I don't know it's it's random <laughs> but you know you know if if any of you uh, if any of the listeners out there you know have a significant other uh, mainly you know in the wife category uh you know they will watch all these random like you know love story you know romantic comedy type of random shows and 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 i'll get pulled in uh just like i get pulled into the bachelor and the bachelorette it happens uh, so hey, look, yeah but feel bad about it man we've, we've all been there <laughs> yeah i'm telling you man but yeah yeah this week this week it's been wandavision uh that's what i have caught up on uh, other than watching a lot of youtube videos on on barbecuing and stuff like that that's it okay. oh cool uh Jay, how about you, man? Man, so this week has been it's been a it's been a bit of a, everything. So uh, obviously, I'm already caught up with with uh, with Wandavision. I just hadn't seen the the episode that dropped today. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the finale. So I'll check that out later. But uh, I've been watching this. My wife and I have been watching this show called Banshee on. Uh, it's on HBO Max right now. I guess it was a Cinemax show. And yeah. it's roughly about this this guy who 
was in prison and he gets out and he like falsely, uh, I guess, impersonates this other guy to become a, a sheriff of a town called Banshee. So he's just doing all kind of crime as a sheriff. And then he's trying to do the right thing as a, I guess, what a sheriff would do. Um, so I've been watching that. We've been, been binging that every night. And then, of course, during the day, I find myself watching uh, Netflix, um, like all these crime shows, like uh, or crime documentaries, like the Night Stalker and then this, this <laughs> documentary on the Cecil Hotel. And it's like, it's all intriguing. And it's, it's just sucks me in, gets me into it. And I, I've just been binging that type of stuff. So yeah, it's pretty much been all over the board. Um, you know, and then I think earlier this week, we, we finally finished watching the last of uh, Titans um, that show. So the last season of Titans. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty much been it. Cool, cool. I hear you on the true crime. I'm, I'm a big true crime fan. Um, yeah. I, I spend a lot of my time watching true crime documentaries. Mm-hmm. In fact, with uh, our previous guest, I discussed um, a show that I've been watching for many years now, which is called uh, The First 48. Oh, yeah. Um, which I that, show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you guys must have heard of it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I'm addicted to that show and I have been for many years. So I, I, I love binge watching that. But I've also watched the, uh, or I haven't finished it, but I started watching the Cecil Hotel documentary as well. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And yeah, yeah, that I love as well because it's true crime, but it's also just so weird because of. Mm-hmm circumstances of the case and and right. the history of the hotel and, and all of that and stuff as well is 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 um yeah really intriguing so yeah i do love all of that as well so we'll, well i'm sure at some point we'll we'll probably get into to true crime as well because the first 48 in particular leaves me with lots of questions <laughs> I'm, I'm just like what is that really what policing is like in the states i mean i know yeah, we, we kind of yeah we get you know yeah. as said we we get the news over here so you know we hear um what happens but sometimes you see things on that show and you're just like man jesus like it's 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 rough yeah, it's rough it's out there man. it is man. it is definitely wild you can i'd say a lot of time it's probably holds true and mm. maybe maybe even worse depending on the situation so yeah 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 yeah, yeah no doubt cool uh rich how about you man um, yeah, I'm all good, man. I'll tell you what I haven't been doing. I haven't been watching any of those crime shows that you guys will talk about. Guys. <laughs> guys are mad. No, no, I can't, I can't mess it. Like, I'll watch those crime shows and I'll literally be up at three o'clock in the morning just staring at my wife being like, you tried to kill me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and um, I don't know if you guys know, obviously Jason does because he knows everything about me. Um, but basically my wife is, um, she's Russian American mm-hmm. and she's a, She's a redhead Russian-American and, okay. uh, and we have a son. So, I mean, redhead Russian-American, I mean, that usually just screams super spy. Or, or yeah. the <laughs> Got a little Maximoff over there. I, I, exactly, yeah. Rum- or, or, not, or a Black Widow. Black Widow. Black, yeah, sorry, Romanov. Romanov. Yeah, Romanov. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure Maximoff is probably, uh, you know, another alias that she may have used at some point in her, in her career. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. But um, the less said, the better. But um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I haven't been watching that. Um, I'm really interested in, I might pitch a brain later about um, Banshee because my brother was learning about that a little while ago. Mm, but, okay. um, this week I started watching Atlanta. Which, oh, yeah. Okay. Which I found really funny. I tried to watch it a couple of years ago and couldn't get into it. And mm-hmm. then basically started watching it, I think it was what, two days ago. And 
yeah, it's it's just it's just a really really well written show. Like I just yeah, it's it's just on a different level. And um and I'm actually take I don't like to binge watch shows anymore as well. Um, I prefer to take my time with it as opposed to people who just want to watch the whole thing in one go. Just uh, said it, yeah. watched it. I, yeah, you know, I feel like you you miss a lot of details. Didn't really try to do that. Um, yes, yeah, so I watched that land. So obviously, mm. I'm up to date on one division now. So I saw the last episode literally just before we started this podcast. Okay. Um, and in regards to games, uh, what did I do? I played a game called Control. I don't know if you guys have heard of Control. Mm. No. Oh no. What um, is it? Uh, you're basically you're part of this. It's like a FBI version of the. It, well, it's, it's a psychic um, version of the FBI. So you basically deal okay. with, you're like an agent that deals with crimes that, you know, that some psychics and telekinetic, telekinetics mm-hmm. can do. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're based in the headquarters and you're just trying to solve this crime. But it, it's just a head, it's a head fuck, man. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah, you know, like I said, between, between the true crimes, you know, being pounded of my wife and my son and playing yeah. you know, control, it's, it's, it's not really a good thing right now. So, yeah. Got a lot of stuff um, going on over there, man. You got, exactly, got some yeah. scary and, um, stuff happening. Oh man, and that's that's not even including Brexit. But um don't even I'm mention just... the B word, man. Jesus oh, Christ. Man, yeah. <laughs> and um and during the day I've been watching um Fresh Prince with my son. So he, oh, uh, nice. he's a fresh prince at the moment. So he's that's been cool. chilling that, just walking around trying to, he, he basically wants to be he wants to be Will Smith and it's just weird because <laughs> I'm just like when I was young. I wanted to be Will Smith too. <laughs> right? That's funny, man. That's hilarious. That's so, cool. So yeah, so that, that's 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 what I've been up to this week, man. Um, I mean, could be worse, but I, I won't complain. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Rich. Um, yeah, for, I mean, for me, it's it's been really, really busy in, in terms of like the day job and stuff. So I've I've not really had a massive amount of time to to watch things. I've caught up with one division though. Um, lots of thoughts about that series as a whole and especially the finale but as said we'll park that discussion for another time Um, I have had a a bit of a binge on the PlayStation Network store because uh, my son whose second birthday is is rapidly approaching Um, he's kind of getting into electronics and stuff at the moment so he's been playing a lot on my iPad and, and doing like lots of like puzzles and, and things like that. Cause he, he loves to kind of touch dream technology and the interaction of an iPad. It's, it's amazing really how like at his age, he has worked out very quickly how to open the iPad, how to open apps, how to go mm. into apps oh, that yeah. he wants to mm. use yeah, and is then using them and he's swiping and doing all kinds yeah. of things. How um, old is he again? Uh, he'll be too soon, very soon in the uh, oh, yeah, next day. So it's so wild. That's yeah, and congratulations again on a little one. I tell you, man, it's so wild because like these kids. I remember when my kids were that age, and you know, I was tinkering, you know, with the the iPad, and you know, and just like you say, you know, it's, it's so it's so interesting to see them um, uh, use that, and then you know, all of a sudden they're swiping and you know, double tapping things and you know, mm. searching things on Google. They're like, dad, look at this. And you're like, hold on a sec. How did you even find that? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's cool, man. That's cool. That's fun to watch. It, it, it is. It is. It's, it's fascinating. And um, it, it's amazing how this, this generation of children are, are being born with technology kind of all around mm-hmm. them. And they see, and mm-hmm. it almost becomes 
like second nature to them or, or mm. it's instinctive yeah, right. as to how right. they they kind of react to it whereas you know when I think back to kind of when myself and, and, and Rich were growing up when we were kids that uh, you know new technology was a big deal and you were not allowed to to kind of touch mm-hmm. anything in the house you know I remember when mm-hmm. um, we first got our, our, our first kind of like a stereo stack set so it had like a, a kind of tape player and then it had a record player at the uh, top yeah. and then it had like and an equalizer an amplifier mm-hmm. all in the middle well no i'm talking even before the cd like yeah yeah this is like you know yeah yeah the old school kind of tower <laughs> and stuff and yeah i remember just being completely baffled with that wanted to to touch it and and just mm-hmm. parents just being like nope nope you ain't going nowhere near that do you, know how many, <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much overtime we had to do to be able to afford this you can't touch it Yes, but um, yeah, this this generation of of, of children that are born around this time, they yeah, they as said, technology seems to surround them, and and they they just take to it like like a duck to water. Really, it's crazy, listen, so. listen, yeah. they're swiping stuff. That's why you, you see Minority Report, right? You see at the yeah. beginning when Tom, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> when Tom Cruise is doing that thing with the holograph. That's how they're moving. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, and, and I'm sure by the time Quincy gets to Luca's age, he's going to be like bloody Wonder or mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Sitting in yeah. an astral plane, just making cubes float. <laughs> That's what I can yes. imagine doing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wild, it's crazy, wow. man. It's wild. It's wild. Um, but yeah, the one thing I, I have done is is go to uh, PlayStation Network. So while he's been keeping himself busy with the iPad, it's meant I've had a bit of the TV. Uh, so I've been trying to game a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I've mostly just been kind of downloading like cheap stuff uh, or stuff that I can do with him. So, um, pardon me, we got a level, uh, we got Mar- sorry, Lego Marvel superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a, a go at that and uh, he's been kind of like fascinated by it. He, he's still not quite got the hand-eye coordination to, to use the controller yet, but he's definitely um, interested mm-hmm. in that. And cool. I got an old um, uh, fighting game from SNK called uh, Samurai Showdown which was uh, like yeah, a really, oh, really yeah. old arcade game. Yeah, you guys might remember Love that it. game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, turns out I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I, I wasn't always terrible at it. I used to be pretty good at one point. But yeah, I downloaded it and I think I got as far as the second round and then got destroyed by <laughs> the second <laughs> round. So, so I'm really, really rusty and out of practice with that. So um, I'll probably be spending some time uh, catching up with that and doing that. <laughs> But um, yeah, that, that's me. So, um, all right, listeners, let's awesome. uh, have a chat with our guests and get to know them a little bit. So, um, guys, as I said, thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, we mm-hmm. wanted to just kind of take uh, this first kind of couple of minutes just for you guys to, I guess, introduce yourselves and and tell us a little bit about um, your podcast, Hashtag Black, uh, Blackout. So, uh, first of all, how did the, the podcast kind of come about? Um, and when did you start? And what kind of motivated you to, to start doing it, really? Wow, that's a good question. Um, it's been a while mm-hmm. since I thought about it. Uh, I think, well, Jared and I, obviously, we're cousins. So, back in, what, 2004, we moved in together had an apartment and then moved in. And I think at that time, like our parents were always saying we should be doing something together, some type of, you know, just some kind of business or something, just anything together because we were always like close, you know? So um, 
I forgot how it actually started. I think I might have recommended some a podcast to you. I think it was called Black Nerd Podcast at the time. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. It might have been Black Nerd, and it might have been uh, was that the Fan Bros. Fan bro, yeah. Well, I think they yeah. changed to fan bros, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, and we I guess we just started talking, and obviously at that time he had already moved to Utah, and we were like, we were like, well, let's just let's just try it out. So we did like a few test recordings and and whatever, and then it just kind of snowballed, and we just kept going for it, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, almost five years later, we're still doing it. Um, yeah. I mean, is there anything you could think of, Jared, that that I missed? Yeah, I mean, I, I do remember that time frame. Uh, yeah, that was. Let's see here. I, I mean, you know, he he gave you he gave you like the Cliff's notes, uh, you know, big time. But yeah, you know, we you know we had both got married at some point in time, and you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, had kids and stuff like that. And then, yeah, we moved here to Utah in uh, 2015, and then you know, man, I tell you what, man, Utah, like, like the 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 uh the amount of diversity in utah is very mm-hmm. low uh when it comes to people <laughs> of color mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's it there's it's there's not a lot and it's funny because my wife is from here and you know she is uh white uh, as well blonde and you know she's from here originally but i met her in texas and anytime we used to come here and visit she'd be like jared look there's a black person there's a you know it's bad when they got to point them out you know what i'm saying so 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 yeah so i mean living here i was just like man i need some i need some culture you know what i'm saying and and you know jay recommended some good podcasts you know and this is on top of you know a bunch of the superhero movies coming out around that time and uh and then at some point in time you know i was like you know i'd love to i'd love to do a podcast and i talked i talked to him about you know maybe like you know let's do us doing one and he's like yeah let's do it so like he said you know we started back then and and you know now uh, what it's almost five years later now i guess in in april right uh yep. so yeah um uh yeah it's uh it's been fun and you know we've always been two peas in a pod we grew up four hours away from each other but our parents were super close and our family's really close so we would always you know, visit, you know, uh, our parents visit, you know, one another, whatever, depending on, uh, you know, what occasion was going on. And, and uh, yeah, but, you know, he's just a couple years younger than me. So, you know, you're always into the same type of things, uh, games and, 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 uh, and movies and, and, you know, all kinds of stuff, TV shows, stuff like that. So uh, it was good. But I'll tell you what, I would uh, love to go visit him because, you know, he had cable and he had all these extra <laughs> Nintendo games that I didn't have when I was a kid. Hmm. So so I'd be like, man, I love going to his house because, you know, he, he has cable. I could watch MTV. I could watch Nickelodeon where I couldn't watch that in my house. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, it, it was fun, man. And it's and it's been it's been great. Uh, you know, it's been great. And of course, we we have kids and they're all within a couple of ages, you know, years of each other, unfortunately. We don't live in the same town uh, anymore, um, but um, you know, so they don't get to see each other often at all. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, other than like whatever random like Marco Polo, but yeah, yeah it's still it it's still good to, to to hang out and and chat with him online weekly. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I think sometimes um, us here in the UK, we we kind of don't we kind of forget how big America is as a country and and don't realize that, you know, um, 
with uh, Jay in, in Texas and, and yourself in uh, Utah and, and there's quite a distance there between the two. So oh, it's yeah. not like you guys yeah, can yeah. just, you know, jump in the car and say, okay, let's drive 30 minutes down the road. And, you know, there you are in Texas and, <laughs> yeah. and everybody can hook up. It's, it's, um, you know, America is, is, is an enormous country. Um, yeah. And yeah, to, you know, to, to kind of have that amount of, of geography between the two of you, but still be able to kind of keep, you know, that relationship going and, 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 um, yeah. And, and keep the podcast going throughout that is, has been, uh, you know, amazing. And as I said, um, you know, when we kind of started out and when we really started kind of putting the, the wheels in motion behind Wulong Talks, um, I think mm-hmm. it was, it was quite early in that process was when I kind of stumbled across you guys and across hashtag blackout. Mm-hmm. And I still can't remember exactly how I found you. I, I, I don't remember if it was a, whether it was I found you guys first on Twitter or whether I, I found the podcast feed first and then followed mm-hmm. you on Twitter. But um, but I remember when I, I listened to that first show, I was like, wow, man, these guys are like, they're, they're, they're like us. They're, they're, they're our American <laughs> twins, you know? Hey, so, hey like, <laughs> that's cool. My so mom always like, said I had a twin cool. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my papa was definitely a rolling stone, so... Oh. <laughs> 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 oh that's great man. but uh, but yeah you know it was it was so cool to hear you guys uh, kind of talk about um you know various different things because i know that you know you guys don't just focus on um geek stuff and we'll get to the good geeky chat in a minute but um yeah. i know you guys talk about just you know every everyday life and and how things can be um impacted in america and, and the different issues that sometimes mm-hmm. crop up and how mm-hmm. those things can directly affect you guys as well mm. um oh, obviously yeah. we you know over here in the uk as said we you know we generally get the the news about um what's happening in the states and, and all of that um so i i guess the the next question i wanted to ask you guys is how is um things in the states right now i mean we've we've seen um donald trump is finally gone yeah. but mm-hmm. at the Thank same goodness. time yeah. you know his his stench still seems to be uh, filling the air um oh, and obviously <laughs> you know there were problems that are are long running long before trump or biden or 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 anybody else for Mm -hmm. that matter um Mm -hmm. in america so you know what's the kind of temperature like in in the states at the moment um you know i I think the big thing that that everybody's talking about uh here in the states as well as around the world is the whole vaccines and covet uh situation we have going Mm -hmm. on and i think uh just recently our state, um, I think along with one or two others, have decided to no mask. Uh, they tried to, what is it called? Uh, get rid of this whole no mask policy. So people yeah. will walk up, people are able to walk around, no mask, and, and all this stuff now. So I think that's caused a big uproar, uh, especially here in Texas mm-hmm. with it. Um, I you know, it's it's just a big question mark as to what our government, our governor, I should say, is doing and, and how his mind state is. Um, I'm sure it's all business. It's all money related, oh, yeah. you know, so that that's the big thing here. Um, yeah, uh, that, yeah that's it's, all I, it's so, I can think of. It's so, it's so interesting because Jay lives in Texas. I live in Utah. If you put, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just say it. For your terms, like if you put Great Britain um, uh, or you put the UK 
you know, I guess uh, on the map of the United States, I think you could line it up like two times uh, yeah, from from so, north yeah. to south and go between where Jay lives and where I live. Uh, oh, no. But both both the states are the same, though. And, I, and I'll tell you, that's probably that's like a 24 hour straight drive if you wanted to drive it. Mm. Uh, but but both both of the states are, you know, very like Republican, if you will. And so, uh, you know, the when it comes to politics here, you know, the Republican side is more like, you know, we don't care about this virus. It's not real. You know, uh, mm. uh, we ain't gonna wear no mask. And, and Utah hasn't we haven't gone to the opening up the state with no mask requirements yet. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know how far it is down the line, but I do know that we are slow when it comes to vaccinating people. I know mm -hmm. I have friends that I went to high school with that are, you know, uh, that are, have already gotten their vaccines and, you know, Utah is like 20 years behind that right now as far as <laughs> the age range. Uh, uh, so, you know, I know it's going slow, here, mm -hmm. I, I do know also, like Jay said, there's some other states that are opening up like that as well that are, I don't know, doing the most a little too soon. Yeah. Uh, there's a state, uh, Arizona here. I know there's some parts of Arizona where there are uh, there are, are stores in some of the towns where they will basically kick you out of the store if you come in with a mask on. Just imagine wow. that. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we, got some, we got some we got some fools over That's here. Crazy. So you know we we have that, and I mean we have you know obviously we always have race relation issues throughout the, yeah. throughout America, uh, mm. and you know we we obviously like to talk about that um, when stuff happens from time to time. I know I heard that. I think it's maybe Ohio or Missouri. I can't remember what state it is, but they're gonna start doing reparations here soon. For slavery. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, wow. okay. so I, I mean, hey, you know, we may be getting some reparations in all the states one day. I don't know. But mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, man. So so and I know that I know that that's been a big topic here as of late. Uh, you know, you've had some prominent uh, 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 people of color speaking against reparations uh, in the states. So, I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, man, America is it's wild, man. Everything you heard about Donald Trump is probably true. <laughs> true. Uh, you know, this, you know, all, all that stuff is probably true. We, we do like to call him the Cheeto, uh, you know, <laughs> instead of mentioning his name, um, uh, you know, and, and yeah, man, my wife and I were trying to figure out how long it would be until Melania leaves him uh, mm -hmm. after they left office. So we'll see how, we'll see, you know, who wins that bet. Uh, but, but, you know, it's, I don't know, man, it's America's, it's a crazy place, man. It's, it's a great place, but it's also a crazy place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's wild out here. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. It's 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 crazy. It said especially because I I'd, I'd kind of forgotten the COVID situation in in America as well until mm. you guys brought mm -hmm. it up. Because um, over here, I mean, we've uh, we've I I don't know how much you you guys get of the news over here, but I mean, we haven't exactly done <laughs> very well with yeah. COVID either. Here, yeah. um, is really only in in the last kind of two months that um we had kind of the breakthrough with the the vaccines mm -hmm. um, and the government has pushed very very hard to to try and get the most vulnerable people vaccinated and mm -hmm. they've now got to i think about 40 percent of, of the adult population um wow. so it, they, wow. they've done yeah i mean the vaccine rollout has been a massive success but everything before that was was appalling like we've Correct, had yeah. a, i think about 100 over 100,000 now isn't it rich uh, over 100,000 people dead of, uh, of yeah. COVID over here. So, um, what's the what's yeah. the normal population of of 
of uh, Great Britain? Oh God, you know, I was, this was mentioned the other day, but I, I want to say it's around, fair, uh, how, how many, no, no, it's more than that. It's about 60 million, I think, or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Roughly. That's a lot. And, I mean, um, one person is a lot of people to pass from it, but yeah, that's, mm, that's yeah. a chunk, you know, that's a lot. Well, of that, this is the thing. This is the thing that you don't hear often in the media over here, but we actually have the worst death rate, I think in the world if you wow. if you are basing it um on population per capita right so right. if you're basing it on that then then our death rate is actually worse than than anybody else's on on the planet wow. um wow. yeah we've we've really kind of struggled and it hasn't helped with you know as, as said the government response before kind of the the vaccine rollout was was pretty mm -hmm. appalling it was um you know there was no kind of uh, coordinated plan or, or, or there didn't seem to be any coordinated plan um, you know we spent the the first part of last year in lockdown up until about I think it was maybe July or August where they started to relax it for the summer mm -hmm. and um, that was fine but then you know it was weird because they didn't really have any clear guidance on how people were supposed to behave once they relaxed it relaxed it mm -hmm. so people just carried on as, as life was normal and then yeah. we had another spike in October um so we had another lockdown of about like two weeks where it was like a full lockdown where you couldn't leave home and uh, unless wow, you're going yeah. to the shops or exercising um and then uh, after two weeks they let everybody cut they started to relax it again and then the government started encouraging people to go to to people's houses for Christmas um and scientists were saying like Great you idea. know yeah yeah i mean <laughs> scientists in the uk were, were tearing their hair out saying like what are you doing like you're going to cause yeah. you know a massive spike if you do this right. and you know we had our idiot prime minister on tv saying well you know we, you can't cancel christmas you it's not possible you know you cannot cancel mm -hmm. christmas and it would be a travesty if we did that and it's like well you know we'd rather live so <laughs> i'd rather live and have another <laughs> yeah, christmas exactly. next exactly. year than yeah. you know be getting upset about missing out on 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 christmas for one year mm -hmm. but um yeah you know it, it, exactly what the scientists predicted happened that was going to happen happened and wow. you know our death right shot up the infection rate spiked and we had to go into a lockdown again and we're now currently in that process um the government are are mandating that uh, schools can reopen from monday of this week so uh, children will, will probably start going back to school mm -hmm. uh, in a staggered way but um yeah as i said it, it, it's a mess they've now announced this plan that they think will we'll see us come out of lockdown full lockdown probably by june this summer um okay. but um yeah june 21st. we have an exact date yeah. june 21st yeah okay. well again you know this this idiot prime minister is it spent weeks telling us that you know we're, we're not going to be wedded to dates we're going to be led by science and data mm. and then the first mm. thing he did was put out a bunch of dates for when he wants to ease lockdown and it was just like you've you've not learned the lesson from last year have you right. you've, no, really, no. you've really not <laughs> but do you, you, know, you know what's mad you know, like, I mean, you guys have seen what our prime minister looks like, right? It's like, yeah, you know, when yeah, you hear yeah, certain yeah. sentences come up from somebody's mouth and it's like, we're not going to leave it to dates. We're going to leave it to science. Like science being yeah. positive words in that sentence. Yeah. And you look at him and you're like, you don't nah. even know what you're saying. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think, uh, yeah. I think he's just saying things that somebody else told him to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much. You pretty know, much, to be honest, um, yeah. 
So do y'all do y'all uh, do y'all have like a lot of people who are, um, you know, a lot of people who are like anti-masker type of people, like a lot of people who are like that. Uh, there is a there, there's a percentage of them here. Yeah. Um, not a yeah. lot, I would say. Most mm-hmm. people in this country, generally, when they carry out uh, polls surrounding this, most people in this country are in favour of. Um, mm. you know mask policies are in favor of lockdowns if you know it, it seems like uh, the virus is getting out of control then you know most people are in favor of there being a lockdown and, and basically keeping uh, people safe and, and shielding um, those who are medically vulnerable and things okay. like that so That's yeah. Good. so yeah it's yeah. not it's certainly not a majority there is a very vocal minority who, who yeah, are yeah, yeah. like that um, you know we've had many many people um, that you see kind of pop up on Twitter who are talking heads usually for, um, you know, big business interests who will come on and say, well, you know, you, we, we need to get the economy moving and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and you do, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. You know, I'm not, um, uh, I, I, I'm not for a minute suggesting that you, you can't do that because you, you do have to do that. Otherwise, you know, people start losing their jobs as, right. as has happened yeah, quite badly yeah. over here as, as well as, um, you know, there's been a lot of unemployment, yeah. um, you know, so you do have to, to, to keep the economy moving. Sure. But, you know, at a certain point it comes a, a choice as to whether you keep the economy moving or you want to protect lives. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. you kind of have to balance that and, yeah, you don't get many yeah. people who who are against that, but you do get some who are very vocal about it. So you will yeah. hear some people. Yeah, who, that's you know, right. you know, will, will that's unfortunate. But, then, yeah. but you need to take into account that, like, I mean, as much as like what you know of Britain from the films, that's that's mm-hmm. not true. There's always a certain element of truth behind their stereotypes. I think I said this in last week's episode. You have yeah. to imagine that there's a large portion of the UK populace that even when we are upset about something, we won't moan about it. We're literally like Hugh Grant. Like, so imagine a whole country like Hugh Grant, where it's like, we want to moan, but we don't really want to moan. It's just like, oh, 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 well, I mean, like, I mean, I, I don't want to, but if you really want to and you want us to, then, then we'll, we'll just do it. So that's how we are, to be honest. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. That makes sense. That, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Now, I thought everybody there would be like top boy. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's a surprise. <laughs> but uh, no, that, yeah. that's cool. And I'll tell you the difference between there and here. You know, in America, I guess, you know, I guess basically because of America's history, there's so many people who want to be independent and yeah. like you can't tell me what to do, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Exactly. So that's why that's why we have so many idiots uh, <laughs> that are like that, uh, you know. And and hey, I mean, I do believe that you shouldn't necessarily rely on the government to be your mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because everybody everybody grew up and they were taught by their parents, you know, how to how to live, uh, you know, if they were in that situation. But you know, but there there is a measure of of you know stuff that the government is supposed to to do for us, if you will, and protect us, uh, you know, to a certain point. Uh, but yeah, there's all these idiots out here who are just like, you know, you know, we don't tell us what to do. We're going to do what we want to do whenever we want to do it. You know, oh, yeah. they, mm-hmm. and they, they yeah. get their accent out when they start talking like that. Yeah. No, I totally get it, man. I, I, I do. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I said, I think, uh, you know, as, as Rich was saying before, I think there, there's definitely lockdown fatigue and, and mm. people are, because we've been kind of in and out, in and out, in and out of, of lockdown over the past year and, and a yeah. bit. Um, so there's definitely fatigue there. People are definitely starting to get a bit tired of it. 
mm-hmm. um, but as said, not there isn't a massive number of people who are like, we don't need masks and you can't tell us what to do and things like that. It's more just people are getting a bit fed up of of not having clarity as, as to where, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're kind of going with all of this and that. Um, yeah. Just as an observation for, for me, that, that seems to be more the, the reason why people do get a bit frustrated. But, yeah. but I mean, going back to um, you guys over, over the States and in particular to um, mm-hmm. Jay in Texas, because, you know, as we were saying off uh, off air before recording, um, you know, mm-hmm. we, we did get a little bit of news over here about, you know, the, the freak weather conditions in, in Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. And your good old Governor Ted Cruz covering himself in glory by trying to sneak off on holiday of whilst <laughs> people of were struggling and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, to us, it was just crazy because we saw... I, I want to say, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think it was a mayor of one of the towns affected in Texas who who said something like he's sick and tired of people coming to him for yeah. a handout or something. And oh, you know, uh, if, if people don't it. have electricity and water, they need to just figure it out or something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've heard that. I've heard that. I... Yeah, and I, do, I, I mean, like, I, I was just like, what, <laughs> what, what? what like you know i was trying to imagine if a a british um the equivalent of that uh, you know a british uh mayor of a major town over here like birmingham or someone like that could you imagine that rich if there was like a flood in in or even look at our town london um you know could you imagine if there was a flood or something like that and then the mayor of london got on the radio and said i'm sick and tired of people coming to me for a handout like his life would be worth living after he uttered those Mm. words because Mm. there'd be about fifty thousand londoners coming to his house to say excuse me like are you gonna fix this that's when top boy comes out (laughs) yeah yes yes that's what they show no, yeah. I, I did hear about that. Jay, did you hear about that? I, I heard about you know, it. I, I can't pinpoint what uh, what mayor it is or what town it is, but I, I know mm-hmm. I've I've heard about it, and I think I've seen like uh, seen like it, it uh, trending on Twitter, and people were voicing their opinions about it. But that you know, it's it's one. I ain't gonna say it's one of those things, but that's something that you hear a lot of, and especially in the states, you you get these politicians, these people in high office that that don't seem like they, they really care for the people. They're just out for themselves. And, yeah. you know, just like going back to the whole Ted Cruz, you know, uh, mm. you know, I, 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 my wife and I, we, we talk about it all the time and we just can't understand how, you know, where people's morals are at mm. and why yeah. they don't want to help people. You know, I, I, you know, we always think we're in this together you know, so why yep. not be able to, you're in this high office, why not help your, uh, you know, the people that you're supposed to be helping, you know, so mm. I, I, you know, I just mm-hmm. don't get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, you know, I mean, my, my wife and I saw that and we're just kind of like, what in the, the actual F is going on over there? <laughs> like, what, I'm telling you, you know, man. how on earth in a, in a crisis situation you could come out with, a statement like that you know mm. you, you know people yeah. are in crisis and you are the mayor you are the leader you are the one that they are looking to for leadership in a crisis exactly and, yeah. and that's going to be your response like yeah. you know? what's what's even worse is like 
this that this guy lives in. I mean, it's like maybe a five thousand person town. Mm. So it's not like it's not like he's like in Dallas or Fort Worth where there's yeah. like millions of people. Mm. It's like everybody knows this dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so and they know where they know exactly where he lives. And yeah, he's he's you know he's just an idiot. You know, like sometimes sometimes there's things that you want to say that you just don't say. You know what mm. I'm saying? <laughs> mm. Regardless of how you feel, especially if you're the leader of a city or, or leader of a town, you know, there, there's things, you know, sometimes maybe you don't need to say, you know, you just need to fulfill your role. Exactly. And then, you know, you, you tell your wife, like, you know, at home when there aren't any cameras or Twitters around, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, what maybe what you really feel. And that's this, this guy is just a fool. And it's foolish, especially because Texas does not have the infrastructure to deal with uh, snow and ice yeah. uh, like they do farther up North. Uh, so, you know, this dude, I don't know, I don't know why he was acting like that because, you know, he was probably in the middle of it too, but you know, you're, you're there for the people, you're there to serve the people. So, you know, why not take care of the people instead of, you know, trying to mock them or something like that? Just like, you know, just like you say, so mm. uh, it's people mm. crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's Texas. <laughs> it's Texas. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Uh, Cool, man. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for giving us the, the rundown then. Um, I figured we could just have a, a, a bit of a fun chat as well now. Um, okay. and maybe get some kind of background into how you kind of got into geek culture and stuff like that, really. So, um, I mean, from myself and Rich's point of view, you know, we've, we've always kind of been into... Um, uh, cartoons, Star Wars, you, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what did you say, Rich? Uh, no, I said everything. We, we, we yeah, 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 pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, for as far back as we can remember. And I guess that's kind of what brought us together as, as, as friends many, 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 many years ago and, and has kind of eventually ended up in, in Wulong Talks being born. Um, I know you guys are, are big fans of, of kind of um, uh, superhero movies and, and TV shows and, and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for mm-hmm. you guys, how, how did you kind of first stumble into the, the world of geekiness? Um, what was the experience like? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. The world of geekiness. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, thinking about it, I mean, I guess as in as a kid, we've always like loved toys, loved cartoons, mm-hmm. as, as you guys said. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it just kind of stays like some of those titles, some of those cartoons just kind of stick with you throughout time, especially like uh, video games, for instance. Like I had a big love for video games like Mario and stuff and loving Mario. I actually started to see the Mario comic books at like their local grocery store. So then that kind of got me into comic books at a young age. Then it kind of went into X-Men and then some of these other titles. Uh, of course, we always knew about Batman and stuff. And then that led me to the comic book shop that was like 20 miles from my house. Um, and I just spent all my time in there just trying to read through comics and, and things like that. And all the while still having this love for for video games and, and toys and all that stuff just kind of stuck with me through time throughout high school, throughout college. And then, of course, I was introduced to like anime and stuff along the way. Um, And obviously, we didn't have the internet to go and look up different things like that uh, or Mm -hmm. video stores that really carried like a a bunch of anime. So just keeping that in mind, you meet people that that have those uh, same interests and then you start to exchange ideas and and different, um, different titles, what they could look up. And then 
like I said, it just sticks with you and you just, you know, grow with it and you share it with, uh, you know, your friends and whatnot. And luckily Jared has the same, some of the same kind of uh, interests as I do. And, you know, then you start to discover like these comic cons. So comic con was like the, the craziest thing I ever experienced going to the Dallas comic con out here, because it's the first time I ever did that. You see all these comic book artists, see all these people dressed up in cosplay, all this stuff that you grew up with and that you've been experiencing over the years. And it's just like mind blowing. So I I think I've kind of fully, fully dived into the whole geek culture as back in the day, being a geek was, was kind of like a bad thing, but now it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. You know, you're Mm kind of proud to, to wear that geek badge on your shirt, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah definitely experience. definitely man yeah same and same with him you know like uh while growing up you know it was definitely like the star wars and then mm-hmm. i mean for me my, my favorite superheroes as a kid uh were superman and spider-man and then followed up by batman uh yeah. closely um and then uh, i got into the marvel characters you know a little bit later uh other than actually incredible hulk too because i used to love to watch uh the old oh, yeah yeah uh, what is that uh the old incredible hulk back in the day yeah oh yeah yeah, lou ferrigno. <laughs> yeah with lou ferrigno yeah. yeah so you know those were my those were my first entrances and then you know adding in the video games uh uh you know and jay and i playing and then me playing with other cousins uh you know in texas and friends you know when i was a little kid and then just sticking with that i mean I don't know. Y'all, y'all had Toys R Us out there in Britain, right? Or no? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so think it's it's just shut they, down, but yeah. Yeah, before they flipped. So like when I was a kid, there was, you know, the Toys R Us uh, theme song was like, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that stuck with me. You know, I, I always, you know, wanted to have that, like, you know, have like a part of my childhood throughout growing up. And then, you know, eventually having kids, you know, I wanted them to, to also, you know, just have the same love for toys and games and, you know, silly things like that, just to just to hold on to, you yeah. know, at least a bit of childhood, you know what I'm saying? And at least a bit of playfulness. So I think that's why I still love it. Uh, you know, I still play games. I still, you know, I read a little bit of comic books, but not even close to as much as Jay. But then, you know, I watch the movies and watch the shows and and just try to try to stay up on it. And and I love it. It, it always uh, interests me. And and also I, you know, I was a, or am a, you know, a, a theater artist slash voiceover artist, you know, so, so I, I've always been, you know, interested in, in, you know, movies and TV and video games and, and voices and then how they work and how they make the characters. Uh, so that was one of the things that, that, you know, kept me in the culture was, you know, being a part of that, of that uh, industry. Uh, and it's, it's, I mean, it, it's never going to end, you know, the way it's going. And, and thankfully, geek geek culture is good right now. You know, thankfully, it's cool to be a geek, like Jay said. Uh, so thankfully, that's the case because, you know, it's definitely different when we were kids. So. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. I mean, me and Rich both can can kind of echo that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we, I think we even discussed it on last week's podcast with last week's yeah, guest. Yeah, didn't yeah. We, Rich? yeah, we did. We did. I mean, we but, touched um, it all the time. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Rich, I'll, I'll come back to you in a second. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we we always kind of talk about how how 
happy we are that you know this this thing that we've grown up loving and 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 endured kind of uh, criticism and ridicule for <laughs> in the past is now the thing that that everybody seems to be talking about and everybody has some kind of investment in um and it's amazing because it, it's opened so many doors for for us it's been it's given us opportunities to meet so many interesting people like yourselves mm. and um oh, yeah, you know it, it it truly is uh a, a culture that I think when, you know, when things are going right and well with it, then it can be, you know, an amazing bridge um, to, to making connections with, with other people and, and meeting other people. And um, mm-hmm. one of the things that's on our bucket list still to do is, is to go to a con in America because uh, we yeah. regularly go to them in the UK and, and we've been to one in France as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, San Diego Comic Con has always been the dream, but I know that's yeah. incredibly <laughs> difficult to get to now because oh of the yeah. way they their ticketing system works, and you have yeah. to sign up for the ballot, and then you have to mm-hmm. hope that you get picked in the ballot, and then you've got a tiny window right. of, of like thirty mm-hmm. seconds to book oh, your tickets. Yeah. Trust <laughs> me, I know. Then, we, yeah. we, we've definitely we've definitely tried that. Mm. Uh, we've tried that and yet it hasn't worked yet. Yeah. Uh, and the, the even more wild thing is, you know, even if, even if you get a ticket to go, uh, you know, for whatever time frame you're going, you still got to find a place to stay. And around yeah. that time, you know, the, you, you basically have to book a hotel like an hour and a half away, uh, just to go to San Diego. So you got to mm. stay in Los Angeles to go to San Diego. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's a piece, but yeah, uh, that's that's a hard one to get to. But man, yeah, definitely it'll be it'll be worth it to go because I've heard it's it's amazing. Mm. Uh, just going to like Jay said, the one that he went through and he he's gone to in Texas. I've been to the Utah Comic Con, and I mean it's it's tiny compared to a lot of them, but uh, but it's it's uh you know it's pretty amazing. Like like yeah. he said, you know, seeing all these people in in cosplay, you know, with the characters coming oh. to life. You know, and yeah, and in addition to that, like the one in Dallas, I was just amazed about how many celebrities were there. Mm -hmm. Um, It was crazy. I I didn't even know some of these people would even think about coming to this particular Comic Con, but Mm -hmm. you'd have a a wide range of everybody that's there from for like three or four days. They just be posted up there, and lines would be long just trying to get pictures with them and get an autograph mm-hmm. and stuff. It, it was amazing, man. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. And as I said it's definitely something that that, that we're, we're aiming towards. So, um, you know, COVID has, has kind of slammed the brakes a little bit on um, international travel for the moment, oh, yeah. but yeah. but we will get there for sure because we're um, we're planning to to get over to the states and, and do a stateside Comic Con at, at some point. Make so, it um, happen for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So who knows? Maybe we can make it to Dallas or or to um, Nevada and 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 see if we can uh, get somewhere because I I think there is a con in Nevada as well, right? Or am I thinking uh, there's a Las Vegas one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Las Vegas, yeah. That's yeah. a Las Vegas one, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And um Las Las Vegas also has the, the big technology show as well, doesn't it? Normally. Yeah. Um, that I've always yeah. wanted oh, to go yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. CES. CES. Tell you that's what, the man. One. Yes, yeah, yeah. If you if you have a chance to go to CES, you will see the crate like like the most amazing technology and the most basic technology you've seen in your entire life. Mm. Uh and like I, like like Jay and I talked about maybe like a year, maybe two years ago, uh, we we had an episode called the the hashtag Blackout Sexbot three thousand or something like that, <laughs> and it was it was whenever they came out with like with like pole dancing robots, 
you know, like what? Like who what? comes up with this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and, and they also had like automated like F1 race cars and like, I mean, just like the most random, the most random things that, you know, you can't even imagine they have it at CES. So like all, all your technology dreams or all the things that you see on sci-fi movies, like somebody probably created it and brought it to CES trying to, to trying to sell it to somebody. Mm. Um, and it is pretty wild, man. It's, it's a, it's a cool show. Um, yeah. Unfortunately my current job, I don't have the opportunity to go, but hopefully I'll be able to go back again mm. when all this stuff sort of dies down. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a cool show. It's definitely worth, worth trying to check. Cool. Thanks. Cool. Awesome, man. Awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, Rich. Sorry, I, I, uh, oh, my bad. Yeah, I forgot to yeah to bring you back in on on the geek question, man. But um, yeah, did you want to uh, follow up with any questions for the guys? Um. Uh, see now, now I've been caught up in everyone's little story. Now, like all the questions have left my head, man. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll interrupt oh. at some point when it when it pops back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's always the way, man. Don't worry. It's always the way um but yeah no it's it's, it's crazy because you're you're kind of in many ways you guys kind of journey within um a set kind of geek culture and, and stuff echoes ours really um mm. so yeah you know we, we very much kind of similar experiences for for us um in terms of growing yeah. up with with comic books and, and kind of tv shows and, and things like that you know so um the, that incredible hulk series I'll, I'll tell you guys a funny story um when mm. that first aired on tv i was super scared of that show um <laughs> not scared of the show so much but i hated the um the transformation scene yeah um yeah. so uh-huh. i always used to hide yeah, yeah. behind the couch or, or or try and cover my hands on my face <laughs> um and my older sister she loved to torment me about it so like whenever we were watching it and it's happening she would like if i knew the scene was coming i'd start getting ready to hide and she'd turn and look at me with this icy stare and she'd be like don't you move stay there i'm like no i don't want to see it i don't want to see it i don't want to see it she's like, you stay there <laughs> nothing's gonna That's happen so stay there and i'm like no i don't want to i don't want to and then eventually she kind of um she made me kind of watch the the, the whole transformation and stuff and then mm-hmm. i was like oh okay it's not that bad i suppose like <laughs> yeah, it's not anything too bad yeah um and they said i liked everything else around that the, the show at the time it was just that i didn't like that that kind of transformation scene but um, yeah, that I mean, Lou, of... Lou Ferrigno is a rough dude to look at. So, like, I, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, you know, especially turning green too. You know, like, oh, that's yeah, rough. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, no, it's true. Uh, it's, it's, to him, it's, it's true, man. That's it's funny. true. But um, yeah, no, scary. But yeah, no I, I loved that show. <laughs> I really did love that show. And then once I kind of got over my fear, I was, I was hooked, and, and was just like, mm. yeah, this is amazing. So. Um, so yeah, I think that was the gateway for for a lot of us. Um, but sorry, Richard, do you want to come in? Oh yeah, no, no, I was, I was gonna say no. I was I was scared of that show as well. But I think everyone was scared shit of that show, really. <laughs> Everybody was like, like, but like yeah. you know, I was scared of the transformation, but I wasn't scared of him as the Hulk. You know the reason why? Because I was very, very logical. So whenever mm-hmm. he used to do Hulk stuff, it was always in slow motion, like six million dollar man. So I was right, like, right. right. He can't catch a man <laughs> because he moves too slow. So, like you know, yes. so like I got over my fear ages. Like you know, I mean, like pretty quick. But my fear was like the Michael Jackson thriller video. Yes. Oh, now. that was oh, the scariest one. Yeah. Like, like I'm legit scared of that now. Like without a doubt. Like if it comes on TV, I'd be like, why is this on the TV? Just turn it over. So, so <laughs> as much as I've got over the fear of the Hulk, I'm still scared of Michael Jackson and not Michael Jackson, Mike Michael Jackson. 
and Michael Jackson, zombie Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but, that's crazy. But, but the question, but the, sorry, the question I was going to ask is like, um, if you don't mind me asking, um, roughly yeah, how yeah. old are, how old are you guys? Because I I, I mean you're you're of age obviously because you you're saying certain shows, but like, are you closer to our age? Are you a little bit older, a little bit younger? I'm forty. Forty. Forty-two. Yeah. Forty-two. 42. Yeah. Okay. J- okay. So Jason's forty-two. I'm. I, I, I mean, I look 27, but I'm 42 as well. So, we're, okay. So we're <laughs> the oh, man, that's good. Man, that's good. Black don't crack. <laughs> Black we're, don't we're, crack. We're all roughly the same. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. No, yeah. I'm, just, I'm literally because, whereas, like, I mean, I know I shouldn't be doing this on air. I should have done research, but hey. Um, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> but um, I know Jay has spoken or interacted with you guys a lot more than I have. So, mm. at the same time, where okay. I, I do know you guys and I have, you know, people dabbled in the stuff that you do. I'm I'm much very much like the listeners where I'm just like everything you're telling me like I'm just like oh wow this is all the information to me and I, and I love it so but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I just put it out there as well man yeah no it's all good and yeah man I mean we were both you know Jay and I both you know had had our had our our fear of that dang Michael Jackson video and <laughs> I mean it's funny you know what's funny to me is because like Jay loves horror movies he loves like all that horror him. stuff and he's scared of that him. like I was I was terrified <laughs> listen, I was listen. Listen here, dude. My brother had a wall size. My brother's nine years older than me. So he had a wall size poster of the zombie Michael Jackson, like reaching out with his hand. Mm-hmm. And it was on the same side of the bed that I used to sleep on. So mm-hmm. every time I'd go to sleep, I would have to face this wall of zombie Mike reaching out to me. <laughs> so that's why I'm, I was terrified of zombie Mike. Oh, man. My heart's hurting already. My chest hurts. Yeah, that's rough, man. That's really rough. <laughs> I um, feel for you there. <laughs> see, that, that's so funny. But but he grew up loving horror movies and yeah, things I, like that. I love so horror movies. Maybe so. maybe it played a role in there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, true. That's yeah, funny. yeah. I guess it toughened you up and and got you ready for um for for horror and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's uh. I have a yeah, question for cool. y'all. What? Mm. How did you? How did you come up with the name Wulong Talks? Because I keep trying to figure that. Out. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how they came up with that name. So how did you come up with that name for your podcast? Uh, Rich, you can take that one. Go. On. All right, all right. So basically, when we came up with the idea for the podcast, it was literally me and Jason just talking about for a whole weekend. It was after Comic Con, and like mm. for like a whole like for the rest of the week or even that weekend, we were just like, hey, you know what? We should start a podcast, man. We just need a mic and we just need to do this. I mean, like, obviously, we now know there's a bit more effort that goes into it. Mm. But, you know, it's, it's much like the thing of like, hey, I'm going to bake a cake. And then you just, yeah. think, yeah, you just go and, you, and there's the cake. You know, you've got to get the eggs, you've got to get the flour, yeah. you've got to yeah. get it right. And, you know, if you're not careful, you end up with a different recipe that can get you, you know, arrested by the police. But let's not go there. But, you know, but like, it's not easy, right? Um, yeah. So literally, we were just thinking of like, we need a name. We need to, we need to think, we need to think of a name. So we're literally just writing down names, or just writing down random words of stuff that we liked. That was obviously geek culture, okay. and, and we're massive, and we're massive cowboy bebop fans. And um, okay. and we yeah, just yeah, said, yeah. well, you know what? Well, listen, man. Like, you know, what are we gonna bring to the table when we're gonna do this podcast? And I was like, there's gonna be nobody out there like us, and we're gonna talk the truth, and you know, you know, we're we're gonna be the money. We're going to be the money. And it's just like, yeah. okay, cool. Okay, we're going to be the money. We're going to be the truth. We're going to be the one. And Wulong is basically the, the, the currency that they're using Cowboy Bebop. And I was like, well, you know, everybody, 
it has this thing about money and how it, you know, you know, there's clean money, then there's dirty money. We're gonna be the money that talks the truth. So Willem mm. talks, and that's how we came up with it. That's Got dope. You. Got that's you. Dope. I like that. Now, who like came that. up with that the intro song? Because that intro song is fire. Oh man. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's <laughs> another one for bit. Rich as well. Yeah. Say me. what you think of it. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, I've, I've got a friend called um, called Richard Collins. So he's a guy I used to work with um, in my in my twenties. So um, he was like a yeah. He kind of looked after me. He he put me on the path of like you know just just loving to do what I you know loving what I love. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. was like he was in his thirties when I met him, and he was like an aspiring artist musician, and he has released some music independently and stuff like that. But he was that you know he was always just like listen, man. People are always going to tell you that you can't do this. You just got to, you know, keep on it. And um, and he ended up moving back to America quite a few years back now. And um, we just lost contact. And then we just found each other on Facebook. And then we just started chatting. And he was like, you know, like, I'm loving the podcast that you're doing. And I was like, oh, you've seen it. And he was like, yeah, man. And I was like, well, you know, we're trying to take it to the next step. You know, we need, a, we need, we need some, some music. And he was just like, yeah, I've got you, man. And then he was just like, you know, if there's anything that you want to add into it, just, just let me know. And I was like, you know what? I trust you because we have these conversations about films and television all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's the type of person that we'd sit down and like, I, we'd talk about these shows that I wasn't able to talk about with anybody else. So like some shows that people may not have known that they like, may not have seen, especially in UK. So that shows like BJ and the bear. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, a man and a monkey oh, driving a truck. You're just like, what? <laughs> that, that man, that. <laughs> you know, and, um, and, then, yeah. Yeah, the, and basically the, the theme song that you hear, that was done in, in one go. That, that was done in one go. I spoke to him on a, like on a Thursday. He got back to me on a Friday, and he was like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "That's that's fucking amazing." And, yeah, and that was yeah, it. Nice. And um, unfortunately, I've lost contact with him again. Um, he lives in Maryland. That's about as much as I know. But um, but okay. hopefully during this pandemic, he's actually okay. And if he's listening to this, like Rick, um, hit me up, man. But um, essentially, yeah. that's how we came up with the theme song. Yeah, well, that, that theme song nice. is, is that theme song is dope. I jam out Thank to you, it man. every time I listen to you guys uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool man thank you appreciate that and i was gonna say for you guys um i i know uh sometimes you feature um tracks and and, and beats that are, are pretty old school and that usually gets me going man because i'm a i'm a big <laughs> like old school hip-hop head um mm. you know uh, for me like and i always get into battles with people on social media about this but for me hip-hop died after about 2004 and i'm just like yeah i'm not interested no more Ooh. like i don't yeah. care yeah. but yeah. up till that point you know i i, I was all about my hip-hop and i and yeah. i loved it and um yeah, I love when I'm, I'm listening to one of you guys' shows and, and I can hear a track in the background and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this track, man. <laughs> Jeez, this takes me back, you know? So, um, yes, yeah, I really do. I really do love the, the, the stuff that you guys in- include as well. Um, do you have any uh, kind of like original compositions and stuff that you use on, on the podcast as well? Or? Uh, no. <laughs> we do. What are you talking about, man? Oh, yeah. 26 yeah, and 27. 26 and 27. Savage. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know if you've heard uh 26 Savages uh what was this track he did? We actually did a music video for um We did Thanos Plan, right? Yeah, Thanos Plan. Same oh, thing based off of yeah. uh God's plan. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, to check that out, man. Yeah, so, definitely, the, definitely. The theme um, song for for Endgame. 
or okay. uh, Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that's that's dope. Yeah, yeah. You guys definitely get, um, send us a link for that, and we'll make sure we we put it up in the um, podcast notes, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. so, so people can check that out, man. Because oh, that sounds dope. Man. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's that. I think that's it, though. Jay, do you have? We we don't have anything else huh? other than like maybe one other one or no? <laughs> no. Uh, I can't think of anything original compositions. <laughs> yeah, no, we, it, it's funny because, you know, we, we talk about random pop culture. We talk about a lot of random craziness and then, yeah, you know, so there was, you know, 21 Savage who is British. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still wild to me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He, we, we managed to sneak him in your country somehow. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how, but yeah. He's, he's an operative no, 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 over here. He managed to go to your country, pretend to be one of you guys. Yes. And Amber Rose. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he pulled off the trifecta there, didn't he? Like the oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I tell you what, man. So you know, there was a while where where people were like, there was a lot of like all these other savages that came out. There's like 22. There was like a 23 savage. You know, there's there all these other people. 52, 52 savage. savage. Oh yeah, the old guy. <laughs> you know, who had no teeth. And so yeah, we were like, like you know what, man. We 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 got a call from you know these other savages. <laughs> we just had mock phone calls, you know, from these random characters, and you know it's fun, man. Uh, you know, it's, it was just fun to kind of recreate characters, and then you know as soon as that God's plan came out around Thanos's plan, you know, when he was like wanting to snap snap the world into nothing into dust, I was just like, man, you know, we we gotta we gotta try to we gotta create a song. We we have to like this. We we have to, mm. so you know sometimes sometimes our, the little machinations of our, uh, machinations of our mind you know uh, you know come out perfectly great and sometimes they're a little off like Rachel Dolezal, <laughs> but you know <laughs> but you know it, it's all good though you know it's it, it's all good um, it's mm. fun but yeah we we wish we had wish we had more maybe we will make more Jay is Jay is a very he's a very very talented artist. This man is this man is extremely talented. You don't even know. So, hey man, appreciate um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, uh, yeah, man, I, I respect him so much for that. So I'm just, I'm just waiting for him to draw some, some, uh, you know, draw some animation uh, for us to both voice, mm. and we could do like a little, we could do like a little animated series. I think it'd be great. Nice. Man, yeah, no, that would be awesome, man. That would be awesome. And and yeah, definitely, Jay. Again, you know, feel free to um, share with us any links with. Uh, uh, any artwork you've been working on that people can access publicly and we're we're happy to put it in in the show notes as well so the listeners can check that stuff out too okay mm. yeah i'll do that um before we get to the last question though i just wanted to to kind of i guess show some love slash ask many many questions about uh, a regular con- contributor to your podcast um memphis diva <laughs> yes <laughs> she is one of the best podcast guests ever she's she's just great because she every single time i listen to you guys podcast she has always got the most amazing stories to, to tell about what the, the about situation she finds herself in or people that she knows so i just wanted oh, to know like it, it, is she the real deal man because she's <laughs> just she's amazing she she like she's the perfect 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 addition to your show so what, oh, what's man. the what's the story there how how much of how much uh, uh, uh can we peek behind the curtain and see like what what's going on there 
Um, as far as I know, she is the real deal holy field, you know. Absolutely. She, <laughs> yeah. You know, all the stuff with the cat, she'll send us pictures of the cat. Um it's like voodoo cat that tries to troll her house and yes, mm. always <laughs> always stand like always standing on her front porch whenever she walks out and she's like, Where did you come from? <laughs> like with the with the with the dead bird's head in its mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but she she's she's been a, a great supporter of the show. I'm Ah, wow. I can't even remember the first time we even got a call from her, but you know, uh we, we loved her ever ever since, man. We've we've had her on the show a couple of times uh as a guest. And you know, we just call her our, our cousin, our honor honorary third member of the show. So yeah, she's a yeah, she's great, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she definitely is. Um she definitely is. And and I can't remember, I, I know that she I know that she, you know, would listen, listen to the show and she would make all these random, you know, she'd make random comments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, and at some point in time, you know, she started leaving messages and, you know, come to find out, uh, you know, we, we actually had her on the show or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember why, but I know it was, I think, in connection to this book that she wrote yes, called yes. Mon- Monday Mornings, which you could find yeah. on Amazon. This is a plug mm-hmm. for her, Monday Mornings. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a really good book, uh, you know, so she came on the show, she talked with us and she is just as wild and crazy as y'all hear on the, on the voicemails. And it's fun, you know, it's really fun. And she always comes in, you know, and, and I think she coined herself the Memphis correspondent at one point in time. So we just let that stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and she also has this company called Rida Apparel, uh, which, you know, she loves to ride motorcycles, like not not like crotch rockets. I'm talking like big hog motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and yeah. And, you know, so so it's fun to hear her stories about that. But, uh, you know, she apparently lives, she lives in like this really crazy neighborhood in Memphis. She has some wild neighbors. You know, she has <laughs> stalkers like, down the street from her stalkers <laughs> down the street. You know, like she has, she has people who are like 30 years younger than her trying to hit her up in the in the grocery store, you know, trying to hook up with her. So all this stuff is true as far <laughs> as we know. <laughs> and um, and so we call her our Memphis cousin, our Memphis correspondent. Uh, so hopefully one of these days we'll actually get to meet her in person because <laughs> it's always been, you know, uh, uh, you know, just like this, you know, like over you know, over the airwaves, but mm. yeah, man, Memphis Diva 99 is the real deal. Uh, we love her. We hope she's doing well. So yeah. Yeah. Amen. Man. Amen. <laughs> big shout out and said them big love to, to Memphis Diva. Cause uh, yeah, she's a star man. <laughs> she really oh, yeah. is really, yeah. really is. Well guys, um, just before we kind of wrap things up, I thought I would uh, pick your brains about uh, some black movies because we have uh, coming to America too. Uh, releasing today um i haven't watched it yet uh have you guys seen it yet not not yet my uh my family is waiting for me right now to 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 watch it (laughs) yeah Yeah. i we i haven't seen it yet but i'm telling you man coming to america for me personally that was like that's like my top three movies of all time Mm -hmm. and uh and and there was a semester when i was in college uh my roommate a roommate of mine his name is lance this white dude uh, who was going to school to be like a like a like a minister? It was sort of wow. But he loved the he loved the show too, right? He loved the movie. So we would watch either the full movie or scenes from the movie every day. That every day mm-hmm. that second semester, and it was wild, man. But ah, oh, I love it. I love it. It's, it's a great show. So I was so excited to see them bring it back, coming to America too. I was, I was like, finally, it's been too long. Mm-hmm. So, 
Hmm. Gotta see the Darkness Brothers come back. <laughs> for sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 we haven't seen it. Richie, you haven't watched it yet, have you? Because I mean, literally, I, I mean, it to came be out fair, today, like, didn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, my brother had it yesterday. Um, hmm. Through means I will not discuss because I'm not really allowed to. <laughs> I mean he said he tried to watch it and he fell asleep um, um, I mean Uh-oh. it's a black film and it's part of black culture and I may sound like you know I may sound like the freaking Rachel Dozer here or whatever like, but um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be funny I don't mm. see it I don't think I, just to, and it's not because I don't think Eddie's funny anymore that's a completely different mm-hmm. conversation but because the first is a classic. Yeah. And I just yeah. think there's certain things that you can't top. And I think, so, not even you can't top, I think there's some, some things you just can't touch full stop. Like you won't mm-hmm. be able to even reach half the magic they were able to put out the first time. Yeah. A prime example is like, you know, the, the new Indiana Jones to the old Indiana Jones or the new Star Wars to the old Star Wars. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm going to wait for a few other, a few others to watch it first before I touch it. And because I don't want to sully my memories of the goodness that I have with the first one. Mm-hmm. oh that's true i understand yeah true. no i hear you yeah i do hear you there man um it, it's one of those things that i'm a bit worried about but i'm gonna watch it anyway just to mm. to, to say that I, I have but i i have been a little bit concerned about um could it possibly but then i suppose you you that opens up another debate about whether you should let something kind of just be and exist as it is without kind yeah. of drawing parallels to the, the movie right. that came before it you know and and, and mm. you know how how fairly should we judge something on its own merits as opposed mm-hmm. to you know what it uh, it's related to but but in, in a way you can't really avoid it because it is a sequel to the, as Richard said mm-hmm. one of the classic movies um so mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's tricky but but yeah we'll definitely check that out but um yeah I just wanted to kind of get like a a, a sense of what you guys favorite black movies are um uh one of the things that that kind of um that I remember quite vividly was a period kind of in the, uh, particularly in the early nineties. Cause there were, there, there seemed mm-hmm. to be, um, uh, I think there was a period kind of in the eighties where uh, you, you started to get like some black movies coming out of America um, that was starting to slowly arrive on, on British shores and, and they didn't necessarily right. turn up in, in the cinema a lot. It was through home video and things like that, that, that mm-hmm. people would get copies of, of these movies and, and pass them around various households and things like that. And then there was kind of like a mini renaissance in sort of the early to mid nineties as well, where you got like a lot of, again, um, uh, black movies right. uh, coming out, um, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, I guess of, Oh, I don't know, like in too deep and, and, and kind Ooh. of, um, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Um, Jason's lyric and, and, uh, you know, love and basketball and, and mm. all of those kind mm-hmm. of movies that, that kind of came around that era, um, mm. where it, where it felt like there was a real kind of renaissance in, in kind of black movies and, and black mm-hmm. movie making. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these productions started to come out and things like that. And, um, it's, it's funny cause a lot of those movies have a big effect on, you know a certain generation now here in the uk and mm-hmm. you know like i right. said like for example love and basketball is is kind of like it, it was kind of seen as like one of those seminal movies and, and to this day like you know there's there's a certain generation of, of black people over here in the uk who will still cite love and basketball as mm. as that movie that that kind of really touched them in a way 
Um, and then for certain others of us, as, as said, it would be something like In Too Deep or, or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, right. Or even the Friday series, you know, the Friday yes. series is another yes. series of movies that was had a huge impact in, in the UK, um, oh, man, especially yeah. with black audiences in the UK. And, and as said, it, it kind of uh, has become one of those, um, you know, a, a cultural icon, really, um, mm-hmm. for, for movies and stuff. So, um, yeah, just for you guys and, and obviously for you as well, Rich, um, you know, what kind of, uh, what were the Black movies kind of Hall of Fame for, for you guys? And, you know, what are the, the movies that really kind of shaped you as, as I guess, fans and, and, and people? Um, you guys want to go first? Because I've, I've always Absolutely. got something to say. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> right, Either way, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know what? I think that the film. I, I'm not going to choose Friday because I think Friday is is almost is almost too easy. I'm, mm-hmm. The film I'm going to choose is going to be one that I don't think gets enough credit, and it comes off watching um, the Fresh Prince TV show because um, I was mm-hmm. I was listening to like um, Vlad TV um, a couple of weeks ago and he was interviewing Kid from Kid and Play. Mm-hmm. And um, and it just reminded me of just like I remember for a good few years, all I would watch was House Party, House Party Two, and Class Act, and it was just one of those yeah. things where it was just like, you know, you, you go back and you look at it and you're just like, this is this is just it's not only just a really good film, it's a black film, it's like and it's that is black through and through, and it's good. Sorry, I mean it's not it's just a black film, but it's a black film which is good through and through, like. Technically, mm-hmm. you could show I've, this to somebody who might not be a fan of that, you know, of that genre, and be like, "This is really well put together." Mm-hmm. They won't be able to question it, as some people might, you know, like, you know, like we've had it in the past where, mm-hmm. when Black Panther came out, and people were like, "Oh, it's too black," yeah. and it's like, "No, go fuck yourself." It's, it's a film, and 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 in regards to like you know, House Party or even um, Class Act. Class Act is the same film. Is you know that story has been told many a times where it's like oh the good kid and the bad kid swap places and they both learn something new. Right. They do that. Exactly. In Dis- they've been doing that in Disney for like fucking forty years. Oh and yeah, you, uh, <laughs> and you get like two, and you get like two hip hop stars to come and do this role, and it's just like I miss those films. Like I, I miss those trilogy of films of kid and play. Um, and the reason why it kind of just reminded me is because of, apparently they were med- the, the the show of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was meant to be for kid and play and they actually turned it down because they had the argument yeah with their management i don't mm. you heard about that right yeah i heard about that um so yeah so i, I think you know kid and play would definitely be one of my um what, what those three films would be part of my my black Good cinema call. um as crazy as it sounds and we've got and I'd, ha- I'd have to go into a bit of talking about it, but blade to me blade is a black film Mm, Blade mm. just talk. Oh, like, we claim Blade. that from day. Yeah, yeah. yeah we claim yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but, but, <laughs> yeah. I'm, but I'm talking like down to the roots. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We claim that one time Blade. because yeah, it's, it's yeah. Like, you know, yeah. It's you know, the, and like you said, we've got the dark skin brothers there as well. Wasn't oh, yeah. not, not to say we don't like the light skin lions. <laughs> 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 but you know, like we had dark skin Wesley like rapid. He was and he was dark skin and dressed in black. Like you're just like raw. This, this film is this is black for real. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so I'd say that the house party films, um, Blades, and I can't even think of a third one to be honest. But technically, I have four, so that's me done. Cool, cool. No, those are all good choices, man. All good choices. Um, yeah. So for you guys, uh, what what were kind of the the, the black movies that really impacted uh, you? Ah, uh, wow. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say like a lot of John Singleton's movies. 
Mm. Um, like Boys in the Hood and and wow, he just had various others, like a, a whole bunch. And then of course he, you know, he started on the, the with the series um uh Snowfall and, and mm. obviously during mm. that he he passed passed away during that mm. time. Um so John Singleton, his his creativity with the movies, like kind of bringing that that realness to film, which you didn't really see in like black neighbor, young black uh, teenagers, I should say. So a lot mm. of his stories kind of revolved around those teenagers in impoverished type neighborhoods who had to deal with drugs, crimes, uh, or you know different family situations. So him, uh, let's see. I'm going to get you sucker was Ooh. one of those movies that <laughs> yeah, that you you could just say that one was black all the way through you know mm, mm. because Keenan Ivory Wayans just that I think just that film itself kind of ushered in a lot of the the black comedy mm, I guess some of the black comedy uh titles that you see so obviously from that you get the in living colors and then you could kind of, you could pretty much say Chappelle's show is kind of like an extension of In, in Living Color. Yeah. yeah with all the, the sketches and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, that whole family, the the Wayans brothers uh, themselves, they, they, they're they funny in their own right uh, with the scary, a couple of the scary movies. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. that kind of went to shit after like the second, second uh, movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, their whole creativity and how they revolve, keep it family oriented. That's that's something I love about them. But there's like a oh man, there's so many black movies. I know we mentioned Friday earlier. That's you know that's <laughs> an easy one. Um, that's something you know a friend of my and I think I talked about this before in one of our podcasts. Like one of my friends and and I, we always are quoting that movie. You know, even to this day, we saw it back in the nineties, and you mm. know, even 2020, 2021, we're still quoting the movie. So. That's definitely left a, a lasting impact on me. But yeah, there's that's so many, man, that that I could list out. And I actually have my kids watching a lot. We actually watched Class Act uh last week sometime. Oh nice, wicked. And they they, <laughs> uh, yeah. they thought it was all right. I mean, obviously they didn't get some of the jokes, uh, but you know, they thought it was good. You know, we kinda have them watching a whole bunch of the things that I used to watch, like the Fresh Princes, you know, we mentioned that earlier. Mm. Um but yeah, you know, there, there's a bunch, man, that I'd have to really sit and think about that that really impacted me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, man. Oh, man, it's it's so it's so there's way too many. That's the problem. There's way too many. But I tell you, man, some some of the ones that uh, impacted me, uh, you know, man, Jay. Yeah, I don't get you suckers. Definitely up there. But I'll say coming to America, you yeah, know, uh, definitely. You know, as, as the top one. I would say, you know, to me as a kid, uh, you know, some of the things that impacted me that my parents like either forced us to watch or, <laughs> you know, we just watched in general was The Color Purple, oh, my uh, Roots. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if y'all seen Roots out there. You oh, know, hell yeah. Series. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, let's see here. Uh, School Days from way yes. back in the day. Oh, wicked film. Wicked. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Purple Rain with Prince. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um and and uh golly what else trying to think what else trying to think what else um do the right thing do the right thing was great Mm. uh and even some movies that weren't necessarily they weren't necessarily quote unquote a black movie but they were black characters who were like leads so like the beverly hills cop ones 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, we we we're claiming all of that. In, in you know, we claiming all of that. We claiming all of that. So I'm a, I'm a also say Brewster's Millions with uh Ooh, with, yeah. The, yeah. with Richard yeah. Pryor, yeah, Jumping yeah. Jack Flash, uh, oh. and uh, Action Jackson. My dad used to love that that movie back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Action yeah. Jackson, yeah, Action Jackson, man. Jeez. The toy Disorderlies. You remember Disorderlies and the Fat Boys? Y'all remember uh, that? I don't. Hold on, the, so, no. the Fat Boys, the, the, the rappers, yeah? Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It does ring a bell. I used to love that movie. I mean, there, there was a lot of these movies, you know, just contributed to, I don't know, me just being like a crazy little kid. Uh, and some of them I could see at my house because, you know, even though we didn't have, <laughs> even though we didn't have cable, you know, we, uh, you know, my, my dad still, you know, like to watch like some wild movies. Uh, but then sometimes I have to see him at Jay's house. But then another movie. Do y'all remember Brother from Another Planet? Yes. 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 That yes. movie. I don't know why, but yes. that movie. I always like to get stuck on like random movies like that where you just can't turn away. And that was one of those movies for me. I loved it. I don't know, man. It was it was so weird, but I loved it. I loved it. So yeah, man. That's so many, too many movies, too many movies. In fact, I've got I've got one. I've got another one to add because you were uh-huh. you've just been reeling off these classics. Uh-huh. And to me, this is always the, the, the black film that every black household would watch as a household, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, the, yeah. five, the Five Heartbeats. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Let like, me tell you, man. Five, yeah. The Five yeah, Heartbeats is true. like our Ten Commandments. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny. That's so funny, yeah. My, my dad would sing all that, all that old soul music all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he and he would always talk about how bad the musicians nowadays, well, you know, back then, were, you know, having none of them have voices, you know, mm-hmm. and most of his auto tune is at this point. But yeah, my dad, my dad would sing all the Temptations and all those old old songs like that. So yeah, he loved the Five Heartbeats. So that was that was a great great movie. In my house <laughs> too. Man, that's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Well, yeah. well, the question is, the question is, when he sang the lyrics, was he like Eddie Murphy from Delirious, where he gets all the lyrics wrong? I know you uh, won't leave me, Lydia. <laughs> no, no, my, my dad, my dad was accurate on those. He could, he may okay. not be able to pronounce them right because he was from the mm-hmm. country, country. But yeah, yeah, he, uh, he, he would get them all right. He was, he was pretty good about that. That's funny. Though. That's funny. That's a good one. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's dope, man. That's dope. You guys have covered so many good, good movies there that I, I think like. Yeah, you know, there's just a wealth there, man. Like, listen, seriously, mm-hmm. listeners, there, there's so much like cool black movies out there, man. And as I mm-hmm. said, we're we're claiming stuff out here too. There's some that, that strictly aren't um, black owned or produced, but you know what? We're claiming it. Um, yeah, right. yeah, everything I, I, with Denzel. Yes, yes, everything <laughs> with Denzel. Yes, that that's all getting claimed. Um, there's only a couple, really, because you guys have covered so many. So I, I guess. Um, uh, what's got, love got to do with it was mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One that, that kind of played a lot. Oddly enough, I was allowed to watch that with my parents, um, even though it wasn't appropriate for me to be watching. That was that a wild time. movie too. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for some reason, that was one movie they allowed me to see um, with yeah. them. I, I don't know, but but yeah, I think that was like kind of a big thing um, um, amongst the the black community and and, and amongst black mm-hmm. families as well. That movie. Um, uh, the Hughes Brothers movies as well, uh, yes. Menace to Society mm-hmm. and Dead Presidents. Um, they they were two movies that uh, both me and my older sister watched and, and really enjoyed as well, um, along with with loads of the others as, as said that came from that kind of early nineties to mid nineties era. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they were kind of yeah two movies that I really enjoyed and um you know Dead Presidents in particular right I liked how kind of very dark and gritty it was and and how they you know the Hughes brothers had this way of kind of storytelling that that really kind of punched you in the gut with with the way that they like to make movies um Mm. and they and it kind of carries on through throughout all of the the stuff that they've done um since then so so Mm. that is is really a a movie that I liked and of course set it off set it off I I I think I know that film like the back of my hand because mostly because my older sister used to force me to watch it with her because she loved it but (laughs) but it is a you know again it's kind of that seminal classic kind of movie from you know the the early 90s as well that um that really had a big impact on people, um, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, Say It Off would, would probably be there as well. That's funny. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's it, man. That's it. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Good choices. Yes, cool, man. man. Well, um, guys, uh, I think we're going to uh, knock this one on the head, but um, thank you so much, as said, for for joining us. It's It's been, um, you know, it's been fantastic getting to talk to you guys and, and to learn a little bit more about you all and um and yeah just kind of getting into you know getting to know you guys so um for the benefit of our listeners could you let them know where they can find out more about hashtag blackout podcast and then how they can check the show out and where they can follow you guys on social media all right uh well everybody out there twitter and instagram at hashtag blackout pod and good we're pretty much everywhere on um, on your streaming services. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you do a, a search for us, you, I'm pretty sure you'll find it somewhere. And uh, you can also yeah. leave us leave us a voicemail, 3853-BLAKPC or 3532-5572. You know, yes. call us and talk to us and all that jazz, man, you know? Yeah, we would, we would love to have, we would love to have a UK correspondent. So, you know, Hey, oh, yeah. uh, we, we would work. love to have a UK correspondent. Definitely, you know, we'd love to reciprocate and have y'all on our show at some point in time. We yes, indeed. That out. Nice. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, like Jay said, you know, find us in all those places. Uh, he's the best with tagging the end of the show. That's why I always let him do it. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, and, you know, hey, uh, like I said earlier, Jay is an amazing artist. He actually did the artwork. Uh, for my company, which is called Hooks Rubs and Spices at yeah. Hooks Spice Rubs on Instagram, uh, uh, and yeah, you can find it on at HooksRub.com, H-O-O-K-S Rub.com. But yeah, he does the he does the label artwork for it. And uh, this man, I'll tell you what, you know, I ask him, I, I just say, hey, let me throw a whole bunch of spaghetti at the wall and let's see if you can make, you know, you let me see if you can make a pot of spaghetti out of it. And he does it, and like he. He just just takes all my random ideas and turns it into magic. So you know, I definitely hey, man, appreciate too him. Too kind, too kind. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we have some new stuff coming out soon. Hmm. Uh, and then hopefully, I'm trying to figure out because uh, at this point, I haven't really shipped overseas much, but I definitely want to get you guys a taste uh, for sure. And I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, uh, shipping uh, internationally. Uh, so hmm. that's that's sort of like one of my next big things that I have. Uh, on the project list uh, as I have, you know, a couple of new, new uh, flavors about to drop. Um, yeah. But it's mainly for barbecue and grilling, but then there's a lot of other, a lot of, a lot of other applications you can use, uh, uh, you know, to cook food 
uh, with, with the seasoning. And, uh, you know, it all started, uh, you know, based on family recipes from, you know, when Jay and I were kids, uh, tasting food from our parents mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, and, and just regionally like Texas, Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, you know, everything from the Southern part of America, you know, is normally like amazing food. Uh, so that's where it started. And uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, definitely want to spread the love around the, around the country and then around the world. Uh, and I know, I think the farthest away from America I've gotten it is Canada. So I need, I need to spread it. I need to spread across the pond as well. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. well cool, so, man. No, no problem at all. Yeah, yes, no problem indeed. at all. We can definitely uh, help you here. Unfortunately, the, the UK is not great for barbecue weather. Uh, we, we usually have barbecue weather about five days out of the year. And then oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you can barbecue anytime, man. It don't, have to be, it don't have to be warm. I know, I know it rains out there a lot too, though. So <laughs> yeah, get, hell of a I lot. <laughs> it rains a heck of a lot. But, um, but no, no. Uh, yeah, to totally um, keep, keep us informed and let us know. Um, if you are able to kind of open up any uh, supply chains in the UK and, and we'll be happy yeah. to, um, to, to let the listeners know and to share that on our social media yeah. feeds. And That's stuff what I as say. Well. So yeah. yeah. Shoot us, shoot us a message of an address that we could, that I can ship some stuff to. And the next time mm. I do some sample runs, mm. uh, uh, I can, I'll, I'll work out a way to get it out there. I think right now with COVID and with shipping, like, you know, I, I know it's like, a crapshoot if your stuff's going to make it or not. Mm. I just want to make sure it makes it. You know what I'm saying? And, and <laughs> I know a good thing about the UK is it's a country that you can normally trust about stuff arriving. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah. So just shoot us an ad- shoot me an address, you know, shoot us an address and, and we'll make it happen, man. Cool. Cool. Awesome, man. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, um, yeah, I said, thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys um, uh, joining us on the podcast today. It's been fun. It's been real. We're definitely going to make it happen again. um, No doubt. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch for sure. For sure. Oh yeah. Rich kid, did you want to plug anything quickly before we go? Uh, Plug the danger room, danger room analysis. Okay. So danger room analysis is basically uh, like a little, instagram and live that i do with one of our guests that we have on every so often uh, called uh, the big mank geek mm-hmm. and what we do is that we just do a breakdown of like our, our favorite action martial arts scenes from um all forms of medium so that can be like you know films comic books animation books computer games and um and yeah we just you know we don't approach it from like a, a professional level because none of us are professionals um but is uh, we just approach it from a thing of like two guys who just like to um watch people beat the shit out of each other um so yeah yeah so we're, we're on instagram so if you look us up there um, what's it what's it called daydream analysis uh, danger room analysis sorry oh danger room i don't know why i heard daydream yeah. my bad there's <laughs> <laughs> a british accent <laughs> it's quite <Yeah>. all right <laughs> not even close, not even close. <laughs> oh, um so yeah so obviously you, you can find you can find me there and then um obviously you know the wulong stuff which will come at the end of the show um, and on Instagram, if you want to chat to me personally, um, I'm under Rich Reviews on Instagram and Rich Reviews on Twitter as well. So, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Indeed. Wicked. All right. Well, um, we're going to leave it here, listeners. So uh, thanks a lot for joining us on this episode. As Rich said, if you uh, stay tuned to the end, uh, you'll hear a little trailer for how to get in touch with us. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. So... We're going to say goodnight. Um, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, take care of yourselves out there, everybody. Stay safe. I know this this COVID thing is, is still kind of crazy. So 
everybody look after each other and, and your loved ones. Um, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the Britpod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 